Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. I'm the host of the show, Chef Taylor Duncan, and I'm here joined with my friend Ashley Hoare, private chef in Canada. Welcome, Ashley, to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us. So tell me a little bit about your business and tell me about, you know, everything about you. I know we connected on Instagram not too long ago. I know you are a private chef in Canada, right? Yeah, in Canada. I'm in Hamilton. Um, For those of you that don't know, it's uh, about an hour from Toronto. So that's baseline of where I'm at. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet you while I was in Virginia Beach. But yeah, now I'm back in Canada. I work as a um, personal chef for several families here. So I go into people's homes. I cook them their meals for the week and get them all set up with healthy meals all ready to go in their fridge. I'm also a holistic nutritionist. So I kind of bring that background into my style of cooking that I do for all the families I work for. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. So um, two, I want you to go ahead and talk about your social media and stuff like that so we can get that out of the way first. So you want to talk about your Instagram, stuff like that? Yeah, so my Instagram's at Real Roots Kitchen. Um, I thought of that name, God, like six years ago now. And I just kind of stuck with it. I like the ring to it. So um, that's my Instagram. I post, um, I try anyway, to post a lot of recipes on there. I post what I make for my clients during the week, um, share just some everyday everyday stuff, my cute puppy and, uh, what I'm cooking at home. And yeah, I don't really do much other social media other than Instagram. I find it's kind of the easiest oh, for sharing, sharing food stuff. I'm sure you can relate. Oh yeah. hundred percent. No. And, and guys, she posts some phenomenal stuff. I mean, I, I can't even remember how I came across her page, but I found her and we just connected and I loved her stuff. You know, she takes like really aesthetic, pleasing pictures, which I think oh, a lot of people can, you. can, um, a lot of people can relate to and, and it's very eye appealing. Um, but I also think you make very interesting looking dishes and stuff like that as well that I think a lot of people would be like, oh, she's using some really cool, crazy flavors that really comes the chef component comes out, which I think is really awesome. So Ashley, I have a couple questions for you. You know, we've we've kind of talked back and forth here now a couple days. Um, but the first question I have for you is, have you always loved to cook? Yes, always. Like probably since I was four years old my mom tells me that i was uh sitting on the kitchen counter begging her just to crack eggs or like let me do it let me do it so yeah i've always loved to cook um i've been yeah cooking since i was really young and i i went to like i mentioned i went to school for holistic nutrition but um i actually didn't go to culinary school um i just yeah (laughs) self-taught so so what made go ahead yeah Sorry, I worked in like some restaurants when I was overseas and learned a lot from other chefs. So that was kind of my culinary school and watching TV, watching videos, uh, Instagram and all that kind of stuff. No, that's great for sure. And, you know, they say you learn probably 95% of the stuff for culinary working in the field. Uh, you know, culinary school is really just like a stepping stone. It is what mm-hmm. you make of it. You know, I, I don't I don't discount it. as. So anyways, yeah, I don't think it's, it's not worth it to not go, but I think you should definitely put whatever you put into it is it's with anything in life, right? You know, if you put a hundred percent into it, you're going to get a hundred percent back. If you put 20% into it. And I think that was the biggest thing with culinary school is you could tell a lot of kids just wanted to be the next food network chef. And that's, if you go into expecting it like that, it's never going to be for you. So, yeah, you know, and if you don't think that at all, and you just have a really good head on your shoulders and you want to learn. And I can tell that's what you're doing every single day. And I mean, I couldn't tell that you didn't go to culinary school. So that's, that's Aww, really good. Thank right? you. I would love to go. It's just now I feel like I'm at that point where not to sound like cocky, but I feel like I know a lot that if I were to go, it would almost feel 
like not a waste i know i would learn some stuff but maybe just take like some night school classes like for specific things like yeah that, no, that would be better. like butchery like butchery or like i don't know stuff like that like i just don't feel like i need the whole program just because i'm such a hands-on person and feel oh, like i just want to go do an apprenticeship anyway <laughs> no 100 percent, yeah and so culinary school is very basic stuff to you know they te- teach you all the knife cuts all the sauces all the stocks you know, then you go to like breakfast cookery, lunch cookery, dinner service, you know, cooking for ticket times, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you know, thinking back on it, it was cool to experience it and think to see how everything was done in that way. But it's nothing like working in a restaurant at all, like at all. Um, so where overseas did you work? That's crazy. Yeah. So we were in um, my husband and I, he played hockey over there. So I went with him just to experience the culture over there, the food, everything, and I don't regret it for a second. So we were in Sweden for a couple of years and then in Germany. So two great countries for their food. I mean, I like Sweden a little bit more than German. I'm not really a huge sausage and potato fan, but it was okay. good. Uh, yeah, Sweden is unbelievable for their culinary. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I, I've always wanted to go over there. Haven't made yeah, it Yeah, I recommend it. It was probably my like favorite place to be so now was that a lot of places but yeah so now was that before holistic culinary or nutrition school or was that nope. after i i did that right out of high school so i'm <laughs> i'm 27 now so i did no i did my holistic nutrition program back when i was 8 17 18 okay and that was two two years and then i moved to sweden when i was 23 i want to say yeah so and then get prior leaving sweden is that when you started your business No, I actually started it. um, The way it started was a family friend eight years ago or so asked me if I would start cooking meals for her because she was a busy mom. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll come over and I'll cook for you once or twice a week. And then every summer when I was home, I just started getting more and more clients because word of mouth and then Mm -hmm. Instagram. And I just named my title Holistic Personal Chef. I thought it had a nice ring to it. And now I work full time doing this. And I'm actually trying to find someone to hire. I wish I could bring you on and we can double team here. I know. That would be <laughs> crazy. Yeah. In Canada. I know. Yeah. That would so be I'm awesome. trying to hire because I, 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 I feel really blessed and lucky, but yeah, I just, I can't be in so many homes at once. I only work Monday to Friday and I don't want, I want my weekends off. So I, I just have to pick and choose my clients now and just go to the houses that I really feel comfortable in and the ones that bring me the most joy. Oh, definitely. So about how many clients do you have per week? Like, regular regulars i guess um i have seven i'd say seven or eight so some i spend a full day like a thursday i i drive and i go to one house that day but like on a monday i go to two homes in one day because they just are smaller families and they only require about four hours of my time so i'll like split the day in half and go to one from like nine to one then the other from 130 to like five Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so I make a full day out of it. I just, I cook pretty fast. I just try and get them as many healthy meals in their fridge as possible. <clears throat> no, that's awesome. Now, I want to talk about your business a little bit too. So so going into this, so who are your primary clients? Is it like people that um, have special dietary restrictions or is it just families that you've just met over the years or who, who are like the primary people that you service? At first, it was just word of mouth, so it was like, oh, a friend of a friend of a friend, but now it's it's more people who are just finding me through Instagram, like how you and I connected, so 
I'm wow. branching out and I'm, I'm doing like people that I don't know who they are. I'm driving more into the city, like towards Toronto way. So, um, you guys That's wouldn't great. know cities, but Burlington, Oakville area. Okay. Um, yeah. And they're, yeah, definitely people who are into, um, the kind of work that I do. So we're into holistic nutrition or into organics, farm to table, like that kind of way of eating. So focusing on a more paleo approach, like whole food diet, like not a lot of refined sugars or flours or anything like that. So just really whole natural foods, but they want it. They, they want that chef experience still. So I would say the people I cook for want healthy food, but they don't want that bland sort of Basic boring, stuff, healthy yeah. food. They want, they want more of a, a chef, like, like I just said, a chef experience. Yeah. yeah chef inspired, healthy meal. So yeah, no, like you great. looked at my Instagram. Like, oh, obviously, yeah. I really like the healthy stuff, but I want it to still taste good. So it's not like I don't add salt. Like, salt's my favorite <laughs> ingredient. <laughs> um, so, yeah, adding salt, making sure you're using all the spices and still using fats. Like, I don't cut corners on any of that stuff. People good. think, like, oh, you eat so healthy. And I do, but I, I still love all those things. Like, I believe in balance. Some things you just need a little sugar added to it because you need that balance. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Or honey yep. or whatever it is, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. Honey, maple syrup, whatever. I, I use a lot of honey sure. and maple syrup and stuff too. Oh, so do I. sugar and stuff. But Love it. On so much better. Um, okay. So yeah. for so piggybacking off that, so you say you do about seven families a week. Is that the same seven families every week? It is for the most part. Okay. Um, going into summer, so now that we're going into the summer months, a lot of people go on vacations or barbecue more or have more time off if like their jobs say a teacher or something. So uh-huh. if I have free time, then I'll just plug in people who have kind of been on a wait list and I'll say, Hey, this month I have Tuesday of the first week of the month. And at the end of the month, I have a Thursday. Do you want me to come those two days? And they'll be like, yeah, that's great. Thanks so much. Cause any little bit helps them to get them by for a week with their family with healthy meals prepared. So yeah, normally it's the same, but in the summer I'm definitely more lenient. Like I go on vacation, so I'm away some days and I try Mm -hmm. and just set my schedule up. So I'm not cranky all the time and working like a maniac. (laughs) No, I completely understand that too. So another thing I was going to ask you too. So when you go into people's homes, do they just like buy their groceries for the week and you come in and just make kind of breakfast, lunch and dinner, or do they tell you what they want or how does that work? I do both. So, um, yeah, so most people buy their groceries just because if I'm buying them, they're going to have to pay me for the extra hour. Um, So I'm all about trying to, like, save people a bit of money. Like, I don't want to be greedy. So I say, like, you can just buy your groceries. A lot of people order them now. I'm sure in the States it's like that, too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, People just order them, get them delivered, or just pick them up curbside. So people will just order. My favorite way to go into a client's home is to just get to know the family a bit, get to know what they like, their eating style, um, mm-hmm. whether that be paleo or whether that they eat everything or if they're vegan. So I like to get to know them. And then I just say, just fill your fridge with whatever you would normally buy or shop what's in season and just let me create. Like that's my favorite way is no, I, I love that. I, I, no, I, I love treat it. it like a cooking show. Like I treat it like on shop where you open the basket and just kind of go crazy and just make whatever. And, that, I find I do my best work that way. I, I, of course, will take requests from people if someone's saying, you know what, my daughter really wants this and this this week, and we're really craving Thai or something, or we're craving a curry mm-hmm. or 
um, apostinate. <clears throat> so you so can incorporate I'll... it in, but you like yeah. your best is when you're creative, which that's what I like too. What I tell my clients too is like, you know, we can do exactly what you want, but if you let me kind of like put my own flair on it and like make it a little bit, you know, chefy as we say, um, yeah. it'll be even better. And and that's the thing too is I don't have I don't have set menus either. I make different menus. Yeah, because you like time. go to the farmers market and stuff, right? Like yeah. that's what you do. And well, yeah, I get exactly. the groceries. So... I get all the groceries day of or day before, so I just you know whatever's in season and stuff like that try to get as fresh as possible but i can't imagine for you what i was going to say for you is like i have like you know special honey i like special butter i like special uh hot sauce (laughs) i like like going into people's homes and like using all this random stuff i would be like terrified i do get anxiety sometimes like i'll open their that's why i really like to this sounds awful but i like to pick i'm at the point where i can pick my clients now which is I was not like that five years ago. I was just kind of taking whoever called me, but now I get, I get requests and I'm like, okay, let's do a trial day. And then we'll try a trial day. And if I have anxiety in their kitchen, I just say to them, you know what? I'm sorry. It's actually just not going to work out for me. My schedule is too busy right now. And then I'll try someone else. So I really try and pick families that I align with just because it's better for me and it's better for them. They're going to get better tasting Mm -hmm. food and Mm -hmm. I'm going to have so much less anxiety while I'm cooking and I want their kitchen to feel almost like mine. And a lot of my clients are like, oh, make yourself at home, make a tea, listen to your music, whatever. And no, that's great. Eat, no. eat something if you're hungry. And I, I obviously never do, but some things you gotta oh, try, you know that. But um, yeah, so I just, I like to work with people that we just align. And yeah. I'm really lucky to say that mostly everyone I cook for, we, we really just, yeah, agree on a lot of the same things. And it's just, it's effortlessly, that's good. it's, no, it's that's... like my work is effortless sometimes. No, that's, yeah. that's really good. That's what I like to hear. Um, I, you know, mine's kind of the similar way because I'm right now kind of just taking whatever I can get. Cause I am in the very early stages, but I, I bring this up because the other day, um, when I did the bachelorette party for 30 girls, you know, they were asking me, have you ever done a bachelorette party before? And I was like, you know, this is my first time doing it. And <laughs> you know, to go to do your first one, 30, yeah. 30 girls, four courses well, it played looks it. like you killed it. Like you did an amazing job. It looks, they looked happy. <laughs> yeah. They, they had a really good time and it was a lot of work and it was very hard and very, you know, very stressful. It's, it's a lot going to people's homes and just kind of winging it like you do too. Cause, and that was another thing I was going to ask you too, is like, I don't ever ask for like pictures of people's ranges or anything. Like I kind of just go in there and just yeah. see what I'm going to walk into. Um, and then do you do that? Well, see, that's the difference between your work and mine. Yours, it's like you Mine's have just one to day, do it. And, yeah, yeah, yours yeah. just one day, so you have to do it no matter what. See, if I go to someone's house and I really hate it, I just I tell myself the whole time, you know what? You don't have to come back. Just do your best, that's make true. them happy, yeah. and just it's it's four hours, six hours, whatever it is. It's it's gonna come to an end, so it's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's I've, true. I've yeah, in, I've been in a few homes like that. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was at one last week, and she had five kids, and. I just couldn't do it. I was like, they were running all over the kitchen and she had no counter space. Oh gosh. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I was just, she was sweet as pie. And I just said to her, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just, I don't think I'm going to be a good fit for your family. And I can't do my best work like this because I felt like I was just trying to get as much made as possible to help her out. Mm-hmm. And it and just felt was, super stressed. Yeah. And I felt so stressed and it was just such basic food and I didn't get to make it look pretty or anything. Cause I was just kind of rushing and mm-hmm. it, no, yeah, I've been like just, that too. I've been there like where people don't put their dogs away and they're jumping all over me. I'm like, come on, can you guys please have the courtesy to just put the dog in the other room or put yeah. it outside until I'm done? Like, I'm not going to rudely ask you to do it, but I would think if the dog's jumping and eating off the charcuterie board, you would put the dog. Away. Yeah. You would. They, <laughs> some people just don't take cues. <laughs> Nah, yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, 
But anyways, um, from that, um, so I heard you might have won a cooking competition. Was that in Canada? It was, yeah. It was um, Food Network Canada, so just like the U.S. Food Network, the ours is Food Network Canada. Um, that was, oh my gosh, going on almost three years now. And what was the show called? It was called Wall of Chefs, and okay. it's they're in, I think they're in their second or third season now. I was season one. Okay. Yeah. So it, tell me about it. It was awesome. Oh my gosh, best experience ever. I. I just saw it. Well, I like I watch Food Network all the time. I don't know about you, but oh, I yeah, saw a commercial. Saw a commercial to apply for a new show, and I was like, "Hmm, okay." So I sent in the application with just like a little video, and then they um, emailed me and asked for a more detailed video. Uh, you can find my actual YouTube audition up on, or my audition up on YouTube because that's how they had to submit it for some reason. Ooh, I don't you know might why. Might have to send me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so embarrassing! But then they called me. I actually had moved to Germany about a few weeks later, um, in I think it was in August, and then they called me one day when I was just on a walk, and they, I'm like, well, I'm in Germany now, and they're like, oh, that's okay, we'll fly you home. So wow. I think it was two weeks later they flew me home to Toronto. And put me up in a hotel, and then we filmed it that next morning, and it was just, I'm, like, smiling ear to ear thinking about it. It was the most amazing experience. It was awesome. Um, and I won. Yeah, I won. I, wow, I got secrets out now. I couldn't, I couldn't tell anybody for, like, a year. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, I, so I actually auditioned to be on Food Network and HBO this past year. I unfortunately didn't get to be on either of them, but I know the whole process and how it works. Um, one was Supermarket Stakeout. Oh, unreal. I love that and show. And then the HBO one was some brunch show. I, I don't even know okay. if it's out yet. Um, well, but it keep was... applying. Oh, I definitely will. Like, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, um, it, I, it's so much. It's Honestly, it was probably so much easier in Canada because Food Network is just not as big here. But oh, in definitely. the States, it's massive. So you're going up against like, oh my God. So well, the people. reason I thought the first one I was going to get is because they found me on Instagram. I didn't even apply for it. Like oh. they found me on Instagram and called me. That's awesome. And I was like, wow. They're like, yo, we love your personality. We'd really love for you to try out to be on the show. And I was like, what? This is crazy. That's you know? so cool. So that was like right in the very beginning stages, like back in September. And, <clears throat> you know, did the whole process and stuff. But it's cool to have the experience of it and stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, that's awesome that you won. I mean, what did you get for winning? Uh, 10 grand. Wow. That's awesome. So did you use that for it's your gone. business? Uh, no, we, we bought a house. Well, that works then. <laughs> that works. Yeah. The kitchen is uh, my business technically here. So yeah. A little well, bit part of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Part of it. Yeah. So next question yeah. I have, what's your favorite meal to make at home? Oh my gosh. That is, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, right now, since I'm so busy, anything that I can get in my stomach in like 45 minutes or less oh, I'm sure. that still tastes good um i love what do i love like something fresh well, like what do y'all I make love, like on the weekends um on the weekends we'll do more fun things but during the week i love to do like i love thai curries to get like a bunch of veg in there with like a coconut milk and mm-hmm. i make a homemade curry paste and i'll keep it in the freezer so i don't have to buy the jarred stuff um yeah. what else i love I love big salads. I'm huge on salads, but like not a boring salad. I want like a ton of different textures and flavors mm-hmm. in there, like roasted sweet potatoes or like yeah, candy like nuts. Like cobble and... type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've exactly. Kind of, I've been doing that a lot too. And like homemade, yeah. You've been eating super healthy lately. Your food looks looks great. I've been to, noticing yeah. that. Yeah, I've been yeah. trying to. Um, so next question I have for you. So what motivates you? Like what's your number one, like every day when you wake up, what's your motivation? 
I would say what motivates me. Um, I love getting feedback from clients. Like I work for a lot of moms and I want to be a mom one day. And I just love waking up to like texts or pictures of their kids or babies eating my food. Like oh, so it, makes, it, it makes me so happy. They'll send me videos of like their little son or daughter eating hummus with a spoon or like dipping their whole hand in it and like smiling ear to ear and laughing. And that's adorable. It makes me happy. Cause I, I like, like I said, at the end of the day, as much as this is a business to like make money and, and, all that it's it's about helping people and i no, really, I agree. really love helping people and yeah no so i completely agree but me. i think with that too though yeah. like so i think in my business i like showing all the aspects of it that make people happy like especially through yeah. photographs and stuff like that so i think you know why not show people that you know if you had a, a couple or a family that would be fine with you showing their baby or their child in this photo i think it would be cool for you to show that side of it to your customers don't you think I, I agree. That's such a good idea. I do want to do that more. I, I always take photos of what I make people for the week and then I never post them. And I did, I think maybe about a week ago. And one of my clients commented on it with like the hard eyes. And she wrote, I was wondering when you were going to start posting the amazing food you make me. And I'm like, I don't know. I just forget. And yeah. I feel like, Oh, are people going to get weirded out if I like post their kitchen or, and she's like, yeah. no, not at all. She's like, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah, no, I, I used to be like that in the beginning, but then I'm like, I book 95% of my business from Instagram. So I'm like, I'm yeah. doing whatever until people tell me no, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I need to start making like videos and you should. Yeah. And I can help you with all that, the reels and, and stuff. Cause that stuff's big right now. Yes, I know. And it, but it takes so much it time. It does take a lot oh of time. Gosh. Trust me. I know it does. Um, yeah. Oh, the I only reason I'm so good so at it. Yours. Oh, well the reason I, I'm so good at doing them is from my past two jobs. I did their social media and was their chef which is kind of a weird okay. combination, <laughs> but they were uh, mom and pop places. So like they were on the smaller side and they were like paying companies to do their social media. So I like, up... were, were you working in a restaurant? Yeah. I was working in two like okay. small, like restaurants, but then I did their, well, it was like more of like a privately owned, like whole foods type situation where we did like, you know, prepackaged meals and stuff like that. Like where we had more downtime than a restaurant to do like social okay. media and stuff like that. So yeah. I got really good at it, doing it for those, the past two years for that. So I was like, well, I might as well just do it for my own business, you know, now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of work, well, but you're it, killing it. You're killing yeah. it. It looks amazing. I appreciate it. Um, so if you could travel anywhere and eat the food there, where would you go and why? Oh, I feel so lucky to have been to a lot of places that, I were always on my bucket list. So, oh, let's see. Where okay, well then where's the favorite place that you have been and tried? Okay, food? well, I have a favorite, but I do have one that I have not been to yet and I'm dying to go there. And people want to be like, really? Like, that's so random. But I'm dying to go to Israel, like hmm. Jerusalem. Uh, I, I'm obsessed with that type of cuisine, like Middle Eastern. Okay. I could eat hummus and I, I, like, I put tahini on everything. I'll just drizzle it in my mouth. Like, I just love tahini. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so creepy, but like... I, I'm obsessed. I just love like sumac and um, right. lemon and anything tart and pomegranate mm -hmm. molasses and lamb oh, and pita that, yeah. and just like lebne with duca on it and pistachios. Like I'm just obsessed with those flavors. Um, so definitely I'm dying to go there. And where have I been that I've loved? Um, Greece was amazing. Um, surprisingly, Barcelona had great food. Wow. I mm. loved it. Yeah, like the um, paella on the beach. Amazing. Sounds um where else sweden again yeah great food honestly i'm not picky i i try everything <laughs> what's your least favorite food 
Least favorite. Uh, like if someone puts it in front of you, you're like, I'm not eating. Yeah. That. Okay. I'm going to get ridiculed for this, but I am not a fan of like Asian fusion. Like I hate sushi. Okay. I am. That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm not I, a I'm huge fan not, of sushi. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll eat it, but it's not my first choice for sure. So I have two and both of them because of my mom and she knows this. So mine yeah. first one is jarred spaghetti sauce. Can't do it at all. Because <laughs> no, she used no, to make it like it. four nights a week growing up. And oh, then no. jarred green I mean canned green beans. Never. Oh, can't do it. I've never had them. Awful. You don't want them. No. <laughs> she used to make me like them. sit there when I was growing up, like eating them like and like swallowing them with milk and ugh, such a bad Oh memory. no. Well they're just so mushy. I like my uh, green beans crunchy. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, all right no. so what is your ultimate dream like you know if you had all the money in the world what would you be doing right now if you weren't do- if you're already doing it because you know people ask me this and i'm saying i'm already doing it being a private chef you know every day running my own business yeah. already love doing that but do you have something that you would be doing differently ultimate dream food network star 100 <laughs> percent. i would love uh, a cooking show i think that would be so cool um but yeah i feel like i am living my dream i'm like i own my own business which I never thought that I wanted to do that, but mm-hmm. it just, it kind of just fell in my lap. Like, Me I don't know how to yeah. explain it. Like, it, yeah. Like, you know, the feeling it, it just, just out of just nowhere. Felt, yeah. Out of nowhere. It just like naturally happened. And, and yeah, like, well, is it the best decision you ever made? Yeah, for Good. sure. Well, yeah, me but too. I've never had a, I've never really had a real job. I guess I could say like when I was in high school, I did, but, um, yeah, I went to, I went overseas so young and then, I just started working like random jobs over there, just whatever I could get with like my visa. Right. And then, um, I guess I, I've never really worked for like a big company or, okay. yeah, I, I've had real jobs. That makes no sense. But you know what I mean? Like it just, no, it's just kind of, yeah. So I guess, yeah, I feel like I'm living my dream. I'm not really sure what I want to, like what direction I want to go in yet. I don't see myself going to people's homes my whole career just because i feel like i'm gonna get tired of it i feel like i'm gonna have a family one day and Mm -hmm. not want to be doing that but i don't know maybe opening oh the opening a like a catering shop or like a i don't know yeah i don't know (laughs) what direction i'm headed in i'm really not sure i i love i'm trying to actually right now um host some cooking classes in my condo we we just renovated and have a pretty big size kitchen with like a huge island that can seat like 10 people. So I would love to do like some cooking classes or like girls nights, like that's awesome, making yeah. like a big meal in front of everybody and having everyone kind of just like watch, have some wine and like take notes and oh, I love print that. out that's the great. recipes for them. I don't know. Just trying to think of new ways to like spark my joy and doing something in this field, but something a bit different and offering mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. No, I, so I don't know if we've talked about this too, but I do. I do multiple different things as well because I don't ever want to get stale or stagnant too. So I do the intimate dinners, you know, from like two to 20. And then I do cooking lessons, which I can do for however many people. I do it per couple cost. And that's for Mm -hmm. a three course meal. And then I do charcuterie boards. And then I do like office party stuff, like, you know, grazing platters and mini crab cakes, ham biscuits, stuff like that. I try to do a little bit of everything so it doesn't get stagnant or stale. And you do, um, you do like farmer's markets things or what are you doing soon? You're doing, uh, yeah. So this Sunday coming up, April 24th, I'm doing a festival in my town. That's what I meant to say. Yes. Called bull fest. And that's going to be for up to a thousand people. So that's the first thing I'm doing for the public. So I just got like a banner made. I got a tent, I got tables and I'm going to be making, Short rib tacos and um, Mexican street corn tacos 
<clears throat> next Sunday Sounds for so the good. public. I want, I'm going to drive to Virginia Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, yeah. And then I'm actually going to be doing cooking demonstrations the whole time, every hour on the hour. So I'll be doing that as well. So that'll be fun. Lots of cool stuff for social media, lots of cool local vendors. And it's right in my town, like literally half a mile from my house. So I was like, I can't say no. I have to figure out how to do it. So that's awesome. Do you have assistance? Like, are you going to, yep. like... mm-hmm. I got a lot of family, okay. a lot of family that's going to help. I have about probably eight people that are going to help. I've got credit card machines, okay. all that kind of stuff. So I try to be very organized when it comes to stuff. So hopefully it'll be very good. I also work part-time at a catering company about 30 minutes from here. And I use their catering company kitchen sometimes. So I'm using it to cook all the short ribs. Oh, which will great. be good awesome. yeah so that'll that'll be really good that was the biggest thing i was worried about is like where am i going to cook all this food where am i going to store all this food you know yeah um, for sure and when are you going to start like start prep on like the saturday Thursday or no probably saturday. oh wow just the day before wow yeah it's not a lot i mean i used like i said i used to do um weddings like every week for 150 people so like it's it's not mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like the main thing is going to be cooking all the short ribs i just have to like pickle onions you know crumble kojita yeah pick micro uh cilantro like not a lot um not nothing too crazy i wanted to make it very like scoop and serve so like they could get take care of the tacos so i could do the demonstrations so yeah and like keep it like looking fancy Mm -hmm. but also very good local flavors exactly like to you it's simple but to other people they're gonna be like oh my gosh wow this is like so complicated but as us chefs we know that like we oh, can yeah. make something so simple and make it look really fancy no and i'm using a lot of local flavors too i just made my local yeah. favorites thing um i'm having a local hot sauce company in virginia beach th- called ashburn which is my favorite hot sauce it's carolina reaper they're giving i'm buying a case of hot sauce from them i'm gonna have that going on there and then i'm having another company called simply home organics it's a microgreen farm in virginia beach they're gr- growing me micro cilantro for it as well so i'm picking both of those up on friday so that'll be great additions that's awesome um and then i'm having local there's like local breweries and stuff coming and the 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 surf shop in town is the one that's putting on the festival so it's it's a lot of whole you know a whole local effort which i think is really awesome and really cool and like i said you know make it simple but make it flavor bombs that's what i like to exactly yeah for sure well it sounds like so much fun i wish yeah, i was there i wish you could come yeah it'd be great I um know. so so next question i have for you so i really like making sauces like tons of different like crazy flavorful sauces with that being said what is your favorite sauce that you're making right now or that you have ever made oh that's tough um, i do a lot of chimichurris a lot of pesto yeah i was just gonna say that like anything green i love that too like um what did i make the other night uh i think it was i think i used dandelion greens and oh, wow. pistachios toasted pistachios yeah i love making anything anything green to like put on yeah, and I put it over avocado toast. That's what I did. So I did like a, I don't even know what I want to call it, like a salsa verde with like dandelion greens, olive oil, maybe some lime and lemon, pistachios, garlic. Um, I mean, it's almost like a chimichurri too. There's sometimes. Yeah, like a chimichurri. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anything like that. I love doing, I love peanut sauce on anything. Um, I love putting that on like chicken or halloumis. Oh, peanut halloumi's sauce on so halloumi. Good. It was so, it's so good. So with like some cilantro and I need to try um, it's amazing. Or like I'll, I'll, it's like an easy dinner I'll do is I'll cook like brown rice, broccoli, fry up some halloumi, put like some cilantro on there, and then a peanut sauce and like oh. crushed peanuts on top. So easy, so good. Yeah, um, good. I love. What else do I love? Um, I love hot honey. I know that's not a sauce, but if you I put hot, hot honey, honey on anything, 
with like a sprinkle of Florida style. So good. Like you got the spice, the sweet and salt. Amazing. Mm-hmm. No, but like what, like, do you make any certain sauces that you do like on chicken or like on fish or anything? Like when you go to people's homes, like, is there a signature thing that you do? Like, so like for me, like I have a steak sauce that I do a lot and it's a brandy peppercorn cream sauce. And that's like my okay. signature steak sauce that I do 95% of the time when I do steaks for people the first time, that's what I do. Do you have anything that's like yeah. equivalent of that? Um, honestly, no, because I don't do a ton of like standard type dishes for people i would say i do a lot like that sounds amazing and i would eat that but mm-hmm. for everyday cooking for like the families i wouldn't say i'd do like a cream sauce for oh a yeah steak. of course Just, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um so i do a lot more like i guess dip kind of things like i make okay. hummus a lot i always do like a tahini sauce for them to put on like a okay. power bowl or something um the pestos the the green sauces stuff like that i wouldn't say i do a lot of pan sauces um okay yeah no like yeah, white wine sauces or anything should, I do that for myself, but honestly, okay. a lot of people don't carry wine in their house. Oh, wow. I'm always looking for Like today, I made a bolognese for a client, and I text her. I'm like, do you have any wine open? And she said, no. Why? And I was like, oh, I'm making a bolognese. And she's like, oh, I don't normally put that in mine. And I was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like cringing. I'm like, okay, well, it might not be the best. And she's like, oh, I'm sure it'll be amazing. And I'm like, in my head, no, it won't be. <laughs> no, I know how that is for sure. That's why. It changes the flavor yeah, when you have really wine. Does. Like, it just... It yeah, really that's does. why for me it's just so crazy to me because I because I I mean I bring everything and it's a lot but I'm like man I just couldn't imagine like I'd be like have one little thing I'm like all right I'm going to the store to get it I'll be right back <laughs> I see that's I've I've had to relax over that because a lot of people sometimes will just be like oh oh I'm sorry I forgot it and I'm like in my mind like cringing but I've mm-hmm. gotten a lot better at it and I just say you know what it's okay we can Figure do it without out. and yeah. and honestly Taylor like you and I are chefs but people who are not. Oh, they, they don't know will, the like, difference. Think, they'll think it's amazing anyway, and they would never know. No, I know. No, I've, so... I've learned that. I've learned that a lot. You know, and, and <laughs> we and I would be sitting oh, yeah. here, and you and I would be just dissecting it and be like looking at each other, like, "Oh my god." <laughs> oh no, hundred yeah. percent. Just stuff like that. You know, you have to be very adaptable to be a chef, and I think that's a big yeah. thing that people have told me. Like, how do you go into people's homes and just kind of do, just kind of wing it? And I'm like, well, you know. I've been dealt some very interesting cards working at some very interesting restaurants where I wasn't given the necessary tools to figure it out. And I had to just kind of figure it out. So what I tell people myself now is like, it could never be that bad, you know, like there's going to be some way. And I bring on my own pots and pans, knives, cutting boards. All they need to have for me is a range an oven and a little bit of fridge space. So that's the biggest thing, you know? Wow. That's so much work. See, I can't imagine doing that. (laughs) I just show up with my knife and my apron. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah. definitely a lot. Um, but yeah. it, but like I said, it's it's an all in one package kind of thing. It yeah it gives you some exclusive, gives me some exclusive, exclusive for sure. No, yeah. it's amazing, and um, like yeah, you're you're basically you're taking care of everything for them, which is I think awesome. Oh, the printed menus too. I forgot to mention that I bring printed menus day of, and they can customize yeah. those as well. So that's another really cool thing, especially for anniversaries and weddings, you know, bachelorette parties, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, we got a little bit off topic there, but what is your favorite dish you've ever made? If you had to pick one, I, I get this question all the time. I know you do. <laughs> oh we have God. to go into I it. do too. I can never answer this for people. Oh my gosh. Um, <sighs> we might have to come back to that. I got to think about it. What's yours. Maybe that'll give me a, an idea. I mean, I have ones that I, that I focus on that have been like 
substantial ones in my career that I think back on. And I think mm-hmm. that's a little bit different than you because I've worked in some pretty high profile restaurants. So I think about like, you know, the time we had a big photo shoot for this dish and stuff like that. Yeah. So I have a couple ones like that, like I've done like on TV and stuff like that. But I always tell people I like using local flavors. So one of my favorite ones is I was on the Hampton Road show two, two years ago, which is in, I think, Chesapeake or Suffolk. Um, and I did a local Virginia harvest filet, which was all Virginia raised cattle slaughtered in Virginia you know, raised in Virginia. And I just thought that was super cool because it's so hard to find that. So doing that and then doing my brandy peppercorn cream sauce with like, um, you know, local microgreens and potatoes and all that. That's probably my favorite one just because it was probably like one of the best tasting things that I've had. But I've also made some really cool, beautiful salads and like the salmon dish that's on my business card, I think is really beautiful. The blackened one I'm sure you've seen on my Instagram. Yeah, it Um, is for sure. Yeah. But so those are the two ones that I think stand out the most in my mind. Do you have anything like that that stands out for you? Um, I would say I'm really proud of the dish I made on Wallace Chefs. I did oh, yeah. so for the for the first round. I did um, shashuka. I don't know if you've had it. Shakshuka or or yeah, some people call it shakshuka. I okay. I always call it shashuka. It's like curry <laughs> with like the egg cooked in it, right? It's yeah, it's so it's like a it's a dish like from Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hence why I want to visit there. I want to try theirs. So it's eggs poached in like a tomato purgatory. So like a so- like a like a sauce with like cumin, coriander. Mm-hmm. Um, I add sumac to mine and some turmeric and like a ton of olive oil. And then you crumble feta. Sometimes I add like lamb sausage to it, and then like top it with um, yeah, whatever like tahini sauce. Like and then you poach the eggs in it, right? mint. Yeah, you poach eggs in it. And then you dip either like challah bread in it or sourdough. Um, it's so good. It's, I've never actually, tried it. Yeah. I have worked somewhere that we had it on the menu. I've never actually tried it, but um, I've had it at so many places and it always tastes different. Um, I've had a few that weren't so good just cause it wasn't like salted enough or something. But um, yeah, I'm proud of that. Cause all the judges loved it. Like they were raving over it and they all finished their plate. So I was super proud of it. Um, I'm proud of just the way I can create things at people's houses. I'd say like no, just great. out of it's, nothing. It's a, a really it's good my skill. favorite thing to do. And then people will text me like, like, how did you make this? And I'm like, oh, I just like, it's what you had in your fridge. And they're like, I would have never thought of this. I would have just cooked it all separately. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> another thing you. I tell people too is, you know, once you know a cooking technique, you can cook anything. Cause once you know, like a braising or a stewing, you can cook anything, you know, you just got to exactly. know the basic fundamental skills. Then you just use those to cook different things and make crazy recipes. Cause people say like, Oh, do you have recipes? And I was like, I don't use really use recipes. I just know what I'm doing. You know, like I've been yeah, doing exactly. it for so like, long. And once you like find out how to balance things, like especially, uh, especially like a vinaigrette. Oh yeah. You can make any salad. Like mm-hmm. my favorite is making salads that can sit in the fridge for like four days. Like whether that be like lentils with, um, like roasted things in there and like dates or like, I love balancing like the sweet and the salt and like something creamy and something acidic and something, yeah, that's you know what I mean? Thing. Like just no, that's get, my like, favorite thing, hitting all stuff. the, yeah. yeah, like hitting all the notes. That's why people like never want salads because they're just putting lettuce with crappy well, and dressing. They're so basic. And like, yeah. And that's another thing. Yeah. So that's what I tell people when people ask me like, what is your favorite thing to make or what is your favorite dish? I tell them I specialize in soups and sauces because I think it takes a lot of skill to make, um, for sure. I think it takes a lot of skill to make flavors over a short period of time and a long period of time. And I think a lot of people cannot do it properly. So let me blow your mind with these flavors. That's that's what I tell yep. them. 
because you know all the different you know there's so many different components that go into a vinaigrette that people don't know you know there's a sweet component where there's a honey component there is a binder which is either honey or mustard and then there's an acid component where there's either lemon juice or hot sauce and all these different things that go together make you a completely amazing vinaigrette like you've never had before so i did that one the other day that was the i feel like i feel you on that so much you should use try tahini as a binder it's really good yeah, I want to try that for sure. The, yeah, so the only like time I don't do that, well, so the only reason I don't, I don't use tahini is because I run into a lot of people with nut allergies. Um, I use, oh, I have a okay. lot of people with nut allergies, so I just try to stay away from. And this is another thing I tell people is I am ninety five percent gluten free when I cook. Yeah. Um, just because I have so many gluten free clients, I just try to stay away from it. I don't do any roux. I always do slurries. Um, I use different binders than flour. I just, it's just unnecessary at this point. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I agree. And you can make stuff taste so much better without it. I just, you know, so, so that's the main thing I was going to say. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The only gluten I use is sourdough because I love it. (laughs) How can you not love it? I know. Right. But yeah, other than that, you don't need flour. You can just use like a starch or really like, like I use rice flour to Mm -hmm. thicken things like if you need to, or Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, piggybacking off of that, what is your favorite culinary show? Beat Bobby Flay. Oh my gosh, mine too. Really? Oh, so good. I love him. Oh my gosh. I would marry that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I I love that show. I think I've I've watched all like how many does he have? Like twenty eight seasons or something. Yeah. I've seen yeah. every episode. No, it's it's such a great show. I mean, I I'd love to go on there. I've learned so much from him. No, he's such a great chef. I mean, he's been one of the main chefs. I followed him for a long time because he's like my dad's favorite chef. So I've just always yeah. kind of, he's my dad's always had his cookbooks and stuff. So it's cool to, for our next question is who's your favorite chef of all time? You can't say Bobby Flay. Oh, uh, really? I mean, if it really uh, is, but is it really? Like, do you have um, all his cookbooks? Do you have like quotes that you love by him no i don't um i'm gonna go with a woman here okay i well i have a few different i really love like she's not an actual well she's maybe she's like no she's not she has cookbooks though i really love daphne oz do you i don't know who she is but you need to send me her she's she's not like an actual chef i don't think but she has a few cookbooks and she's on um uh the good dish tv and she's hosted hmm. Master Chef Junior. She's Doctor Oz's daughter. Oh, oh okay. I'm, I think I know who you're talking. Yeah, about. she she just like she makes really like nice recipes, and I just think she's like really fun to watch. And like I idolize her. And I also love um, Eden. Um, I, I'm gonna butcher her last name. Eden Grimshapan. Mm-hmm. Do you know she's the host of um, Top Chef Canada? Yep. Yeah, I know who she is. Um, I love her, and she's uh, she does a lot of Middle Eastern style cooking. I think she's from israel or she's okay. jewish or something but i really like her um who else well that's obviously why you like her because you like all those flavors <laughs> which I is do. awesome i love i love her recipes i just got her new book um it's i think it's called eating out loud and it's all like yeah mediterranean middle eastern food and she has like an amazing recipe for no, her. i love that, no, I love that and she puts tahini and everything and yeah mm. it's it's really good no, um who else? Yeah, Bobby. He's he's still on my list. Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> he's number three. And I really love um, Jeffrey Zakarin. Mm-hmm. He's good. I like him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like them all. To be honest, I I just I love Food Network. So you didn't name Who's the best yours? one of all time. 
Oh, I know who you're talking about. The one who passed away. Um, wow, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. I just, yeah, we said at the same time, Jinx. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain. I, yeah, I just, I love all his quotes and everything, but I have, I don't have any of his cookbooks or have anything like that. Have you read like his that. book, Kitchen Confidential? I have not. You I have know. To. I should. You have to. It's I so know. good. It'll change your life. Like, especially okay. doing what you do now. Like, even if you just listen to it in audiobook, I don't read a lot, so I listen to it in audiobook form, like when I was driving to work when I worked at the winery. And I would just listen to it, you know, 30 minutes on the way home, 30 minutes on the way back. And it was phenomenal. Like, I bought it and read it again because it was that good. Kitchen okay, Confidential. I'm read it. It's really Kitchen good. Kitchen Confidential. You also need to watch his movie, I, I Roadrunner, too, though. Have you seen Roadrunner? Yes. I have not. Oh, that's good, too. That just came out. No. Yeah, so I like okay. him, and then I like Sean Brock. Sean Brock, do you know him? So no. he's a southern chef out of um, Charleston, South Carolina. He does a lot of like southern roots cooking, which I like it a lot because I'm born and raised in Virginia. So I like you know making my own vinegars, making uh, you know pickling stuff, and he does a lot of that, and I do a lot of that. So it's cool seeing. Have you need to look up Sean Brock's um, okay, chef's ta- I, I chef tables? <laughs> yeah, chef's his chef table episode on Netflix is so good. You have to watch it. Okay. Um, I like that show. There was um, an episode on there from this restaurant in Sweden, and I only lived three hours from it, and I wanted to go so bad. Wait, the was it the one that was in the hole to the hole of the wall, or like in the yes, hole of the mountain? It was like in the middle of the mountain. Yeah, we, so we were three hours from there, and I looked it up, and I tried to get a reservation. Yeah, First of all, it was it was like a year out, and guess how much it was? Like a thousand <laughs> a person. No, it was like in Canadian with the exchange rate from Swedish sec to Canadian, it was like twenty three hundred. <laughs> Jeez. So I did not go. Yeah, um, that's ridiculous. But I wanted to. It looked. Oh yeah, his really name mean. is Magnus Nielsen. Yes. It's, uh, yes. Favik. I don't know how to say it. Favikin restaurant. Favikin. Favikin. Yep. Yeah, but I think it's two Michelin stars. But I think it. I think I read it closed. Oh really? I swear I saw either on his Instagram. Yep. Favikin in Sweden, it closed in December of 2019. Oh, that sucks. I wonder why. I think he retired or something. I remember seeing something about it, like, on uh, his Instagram or something. Okay. Hmm. So I'll have to so we'll have to look into that. So what's your favorite yeah. local restaurant in Canada or, like, around you? Like, so tell me about some of the food scene around where you're at. Um, let's see. So should I tell you about Toronto or actually where I am in Hamilton? Um, tell me about Hamilton. Okay. Hamilton, let's see. Hmm. Honestly, <laughs> there's not a ton. Uh, it's getting better. There's a street in Hamilton um, downtown. So I'm I'm not downtown, but if you go downtown, there's a street called Lock Street, okay. and it's like the it's like the hipster kind of street of Hamilton. Um, there's a lot of like cool bars. There's like a artesian donut shop and a few really good restaurants. So. There's a few places down there, um, a place I really love to go for pizza. Um, if I'm going to go out, honestly, it's either going to be like a tasting menu or it's going to be pizza because I find that if it's anything in between, I'd rather just cook it at home. Me I don't too. know if you feel me, 100%. but I feel like yeah. pizza, I can't do at home because I don't have the oven mm-hmm. and I just love it. Love going out for like a good fermented, like 72 hour dough pizza. Yep. Um, and then I love going out for a tasting menu for the whole experience, having some drinks and stuff like that. But if it's in between, I just, yeah, since COVID, I just, even before that, I never really wanted to go out because I was always disappointed. I was pulling salt out of my purse and adding it to my food. Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah it's the worst. Or hot sauce. I know, it sounds yeah. crazy. You're asking for hot sauce or like vinegar or like, can I have a lemon or something like that? So I was always just kind of disappointed. 
No, definitely. Um, I mean, I find myself having to add salt everywhere I go and it's the most frustrating thing. And that's why I do yeah. a lot of pizza and I do, I mean, I do like to support, you know, some, there's just not a lot. Of, and that's the biggest thing that has helped me a lot is there's not a lot of good restaurants in Virginia beach. There's just really not, there's a couple, but nothing like I would rather go there than make myself. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, I have a few, there's this, there's a place um, called Quatrefoil in um it's actually in dundas but dundas is basically hamilton okay. and then there's this place um going towards toronto way not quite there it's about halfway in burlington and it's called um elevator bistro and i like to go there a lot for like a nice dinner and some drinks but other than that if i drive to the city if i drive to toronto i could give a whole list of places but um i haven't even been to even a quarter of them because i just don't drive there that much <laughs> how far away are you from toronto uh an hour oh, okay I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, so at least you have some options near you, though, so you don't have to drive an hour away to get something good. But it sounds yeah, like, Yeah, there's you know, some options. Yeah. That's good. So what's your five-year plan for your business? Hmm. Five-year plan. I would say... Is it hire more people? Is it hire more people where you just have people that go in every week and you go, like, check in on them? Or... I definitely, yeah. So that's what I'm in the process of doing now is hiring, bringing on one person. Um, I'm going to start with that, but I still want to be going out myself as well. I just want to like be branching them out to newer clients and mm -hmm. having myself stay with my, my favorites. I guess I could essentially say right. <laughs> pick my favorite ones and then send the, the person I hire out to the people, not that I don't like, but just the ones that I the don't newer have people great, or something. Yeah. yeah. The newer people that I don't have a relationship with already. Like I'm not going to send a new person out to someone that I've been cooking for, oh, of for course. three years. Yeah. That'd be yeah so <laughs> I would say bring someone on and just work less. Like I, I want to enjoy myself. I want to do more things at home. I want to, like I said to you, I want to host some classes. I want to mm -hmm. do more on Instagram and I just don't have the time when I work nine to five every day. I just, I come home, I feed my dog, I cook dinner myself, and I do a lot of self-care. So there's just not a lot of time for being on Instagram. I find that if I'm on my phone all night, I'm just not happy because my eyes hurt and I don't oh, sleep good. And Yeah, so I would say definitely hire someone, keep doing what I love and um, meeting new people. I want to travel more now that COVID is hopefully over. Mm -hmm. I want to experience that. I want to meet new people. I want to meet people in the industry. I don't have any... Like other than you and like a few other people, I don't have many chef friends and I would love to do some collaborations with people and fly places or drive places where I can meet up and do. Yeah, that'd be amazing. People. We should try to do something like that. You know, we should yeah, try I would to love to. I'm, I'm slowly getting more like chefy friends. So, you know, who, who knows? Maybe next time this year we can plan something like that or something. Yeah, I think like that'd be great. I've never been to Canada and do something. Yeah, for sure. Come here and maybe we can put something together. But yeah, I'm always I'm always looking for new opportunities. And now, what if we did really like lucky. a destination dinner or something, like me and you together? Like I came there and we did a ticketed dinner together in Canada. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like if we blew it I up. Would just, yeah, I would just need your help putting something together because I don't even of know course. where to start. And I feel yeah. like you're so good at that. I would have to like figure out who to contact and yeah, all that. But I'm sure it's that. doable. I think that would be cool, yeah. though. I think we could yeah. definitely do something like that. I think it would be cool. Well, Ashley, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Like I said, guys, this is Ashley Hoare. She has Real Roots Kitchen on Instagram. She is fantastic. You guys have to check her out. You know, so super amazing stuff. Like I said, her Instagram, Real Roots Kitchen. And Ashley, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Taylor. This is great. I really appreciate you having me on here. And I feel like I know you and we haven't met yet, but it's awesome. And thank you. And I'm so inspired by your food.
I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. I mean, I, I try every single day to do different things and different inspiring things, but I'm super inspired by your food as well. And um, it has inspired me to do some more, you know, healthy stuff and stuff like that, which has been very beneficial to my health as well. So like I said, guys, check her out. Ashley, I hope you have a great night and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. You too.